You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. PM Modi took a swipe at Congress Rajya Sabha leader Mallikarjun Khadge for his 400-part speech and referred to Trinamool Supremo Mamta Banerjee's recent statement that the Congress may not cross 40 seats in the 2024 Lok Sabha election. I pray that you keep 40 seats with you, PM Modi said. Taking a jibe at Mallikarjun Khadge's 400-part statement, PM Modi said. As I listened to his speech I wondered how he got the freedom that he spoke so much. Then I noticed that those two commanders were not there. Khadge ji thought aisa mauka phir kahan milega? When will such an opportunity come? And scored force and success PM Modi said. Coming down heavily on the Congress, PM Modi said the Congress which has no guarantee on its leaders, on its principles raises questions about the Modi government. The party during its rule did not decide between nationalization and privatization. It went on giving Bharat Ratna to the family members and name roads after family members. PM Modi said adding that he is pained at the degeneration of the Congress party. I won't ask who founded the Congress party. But I will ask if you were not influenced by the British, why did you not change Rathpur to Kartavya path and why the budget used to be held at 5 p.m. Why did not you make a war memorial? Why did you not focus on regional language? PM Modi asked. Two bombs exploded at the election office of an independent candidate in Pakistan's Balochistan province on Wednesday, just a day before parliamentary elections are set to take place. According to officials of the provincial government, the blasts have resulted in at least 22 deaths and over 2 dozen injuries. The Gasrich province, bordering Afghanistan and Iran, has been dealing with insurgency by Baluch nationalists for over two decades, initially driven by resource-sharing demands and later evolving into a quest for independence. Pakistani Taliban and other militant groups also maintain a significant presence in the region. No group has claimed responsibility for the bombing. The first attack resulting in 14 casualties occurred at the office of an independent election candidate in Peshin district subsequently another explosion in Killa Safala near the Afghan border targeted an office of Jamiat Ulema Islam JUI a religious party frequently subjected to militant attacks leading to at least 10 fatalities according to the province's officials Hamas on Wednesday proposed a three-stage ceasefire plan that will stop the bombings in Gaza for four and a half months, eventually leading to the end of the war with Israel, reported Reuters. This comes in response to a proposal sent to Hamas by the Qatari and Egyptian mediators last week, which was also backed by the U.S. and Israel. According to the Hamas counterproposal, all Israeli women hostages and men under the age of 19. along with the elderly and ill people would be released during the first phase of the ceasefire plan in exchange for the release of 1500 Palestinian women and children from Israeli jails reported Reuters in the second phase the remaining male hostages would be released while in the third phase any remaining bodies and remains will be exchanged 
During the ceasefire, the reconstruction of Gaza would also reportedly begin with Israeli forces withdrawing completely. By the end of the third phase, Hamas is expecting the two sides to have reached an agreement on an end to the war, Reuters reported. Notably, the truce between the two sides will increase the flow of food and other aid in Gaza, which is facing a massive humanitarian crisis amid the war. The war between Israel and Hamas began on 7 October after Hamas attack in which around 1,200 Israelis were killed and 253 people were taken hostages. Since then, Israel has been continuously attacking Gaza, with the country's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu stressing to continue its war till victory is achieved. According to the Gaza Health Ministry, at least 27,585 people have been confirmed killed in the war, with scores injured and displaced. Jaspreet Bumrah has jumped to the top of the International Cricket Council's ICC test rankings for the first time in his career on the back of a sensational performance in India's second test against England. Bumrah dislodged teammate Ravichandran Ashwin from the position and in the process, has become the first Indian fast bowler to top the ICC test rankings. Bumrah is overall the fourth different player from India to top the bowling charts, with Ashwin, Ravindra Jadeja and Bishan Singh Bedi, the only players from the country to have done so previously. The 30-year-old previous highest position was third, which he has taken on multiple occasions. Bumrah was ranked fourth before the start of the second test and has jumped three places to take the top spot. Ashwin, who has been number one since March last year, drops two places to third on the updated rankings for test bowlers, with South Africa pace spearhead Kagiso Rabada maintaining his place in second despite sitting out the Proteas test series in New Zealand. Bumrah recorded tremendous match figures of 991sts during his side series equaling 106-run victory over England in the second test in Vishakhapatnam. The nine-wicket haul saw Bumrah win player of the match ahead of opener Yashasvi Jaiswal, who scored a double century in India's first innings. Chief Minister Siddharmaya on Wednesday led a protest in New Delhi against the alleged injustice meted out to Karnataka and other southern states in the devolution of taxes weeks after his West Bengal counterpart, Mamta Banerjee, held a similar demonstration in the capital in December 2023. Kerala Chief Minister Pinrai Vijayan and his cabinet colleagues were scheduled to stage a protest in Delhi against the union government's alleged negligence towards the state on Thursday. Siddharmaya dismissed the Bharatiya Janata Party BJP's allegation that the protest was aimed at raking up the North-South divide. He added that the Congress wants the country to be united but there should be no discrimination against the southern states. We are raising the issue of discrimination meted out by the Government of India to the state of Karnataka and other southern states, Siddharmaya said. He added he wrote to all BJP and the Janata Dal, secular, members of parliament and asked them to participate in this agitation. He said the formula used to devolve taxes to the states, especially Karnataka, under the 14th Finance Commission was changed. He called for reverting to the old formula to stop the revenue loss of Karnataka. You were listening to the HT Daily News Wrap. A beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook 
at HT Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. Hold up. 